When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards from the link in our bio. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast here in San Diego. Eddie, we've just been reminded once again, not that we needed reminding, how good Chocolatito is. Just an incredible performance. I mean, obviously represent both guys, but do love uh, Julio Cesar Martinez, but he was just... What you saw was a really good world champion against a pound-for-pound pound legend. Um, he was too experienced. He was probably too big. He was too cute. He, I mean, just it was one of the best Chocolatito performances I've ever seen. And just an incredible fight, an incredible night. What an atmosphere. What a show. It was, uh, it was a brilliant night. Quickly on the atmosphere, because me and Steve Kim were talking about this, actually. Do you feel like the, the tide's turning for the little guys? He said this is the best little guy fight atmosphere that he thinks he's ever seen in America. Yeah, I think uh, so it's a mixture of a lot of things. I mean, it's the perfect location. It's Chocolatito. It's Julio Cesar Martinez. It's Matram. It's me. It's Canelo. We're growing so considerably in America, particularly to the, the Hispanic and the Mexican community as well. And, um, you know, what you saw, cheers, guys. Thank you. You just, that, that's, the, that's the atmosphere you get for, for Mexican boxing. And thanks, mate. Thank you. And um, just incredible. You know, so many great fights, so many talking points, huge crowd, great atmosphere. It was a, it was a massive mega night. How long can we go on saying this could be Chocolatito's last fight and then he does it does again? I'm sure I've, I heard someone say so five years ago that it was his last fight. I said to him in the change room via a translator, you're like Benjamin Button. He is. He's getting better and better. And he's looking younger and younger. Like, you can't possibly say on a performance like that, you know, you should hang up the gloves. So, but there aren't many fights out there for him. There's the Estrada trilogy, and there's Jesse Rodriguez, who might be everybody. Um, but I don't know. You know, I mean, that was just, like, like I said, probably one of my favorite Chocolatito performances. I thought it was brilliant. In terms of the fight of Estrada, um, I know some of his team were saying in the week that they were kind of concerned in the way that Estrada pulled out. Is there, like, a contract there that could have that fight sort of sewn up potentially for this year or do you have to sort of revisit the whole thing again? I mean, there is now a mandatory coming uh, for Joshua Franco. You know, we're looking at maybe doing a double header between Estrada and Franco and, and uh, Jesse Rodriguez and Rungbisai in San Antonio. But the trilogy is still a huge fight, you know, but we'll have to see. We'll get over tonight and we'll go from there. Just a word on Martinez. Um, brave as anything, a little bit of a sucker for punishment, sort of inviting it on, inviting it on. But his chin held up. His chin held up. I mean, look, he took the fight at five weeks, five and a half weeks notice. So you've got to give him incredible respect. He was smaller than Chocolatito. You could see that. Um, and nothing ventured, nothing nothing gained. You know, that, that's the situation with him. He'll move back down to flyweight. He does have a mandatory in Arroyo. It was a no contest last time. And then we like the Sonny Edwards fight as well. He's, he's a brilliant fighter and he gained a lot of fans tonight. He never stopped trying to win the fight. Tremendous respect for him. And, uh, you know, he's got a big future. Bronco, so good. So, so good. Mauricio Lara is a bad motherfucker. I mean, I cannot believe that we took that fight 
for Josh Warrington. And I'm not Is that the worst right? decision you've no, ever made. I've sent names to Steve Wood, and it all worked out well in the end. Is what I'm saying. But everyone said, "Yeah, he's he's perfect." Fuck me, Maurizio Lara is the most dangerous featherweight in the world. No doubt. Now, is he the best? I don't know. But is he the most dangerous? Yes. I mean, he's, he's, he's beating the shit out of Sanchez. Sanchez comes back in the fight. All of a sudden, Lara looks tired, and he just absolutely flattens him. So, yeah, Mauricio Lara is, is a, he's a, he's a naughty fella. And uh, I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant fight. Great performance. Would he be over? I, I mean, I doubt he'd be over for Warrington and Martinez, but I suppose he, he, fight, he fights the I mean, winner. He's, he's got to feel a little bit unlucky not to get the Kiko Martinez fight. And it's Josh Warrington's fans and the draw that he is that have made the Josh Warrington fight. So, you know, I think if Josh Warrington wins that fight, I think a fight, a trilogy with Maurizio Lara is going to be a big fight, but it's dangerous. I mean, but Josh wants it. You know, Josh wants to fight Kiko, then fight Maurizio Lara. So we'll have to see. Um, some other good fights on the card. Quick one on Mark Castro had to come for adversity yeah. for the first time in his career, but um, ultimately after getting up, um, showed his boxing skill. Yeah, I mean, um, I said to him, you know, you've, you've learned more tonight than you've learned in your previous five wins, you know. He won every single round, and but he, he squared his feet up, he traded up with left hooks, and he got buttoned. And uh, he took a big shot, and, you know, he came back, and he's a bit disappointed, but I said to him, People will respect you for that. You showed tremendous heart. You got up and you won every round. So big learning fight for him. Um, just a quick one. AJ announced his trainer will be um, Angel Fernandez. Sorry, that light is flashing a bit. Yeah, um, yeah announced his trainer will be Angel Fernandez. I think people were kind of expecting a complete flick of the switch from AJ. Um, but he's familiar with Angel, so still kind of in his comfort zone. But yeah, Angel will train him moving forward. Yeah, he's, uh, I haven't seen the interview yet, but you know, I'm sure there'll be some other faces in the camp as well. But you know, uh, he's working well with Angel up in Loughborough. Angel's been a big part of the team now for quite a few fights. So, you know, it's really about AJ being comfortable and being happy. And, and obviously he is uh, with, with that position. Um, you know, yesterday we were talking about, just one more thing for me. We were talking about the Conor Ben Kelbrook situation. Um, I just want to know, in your head, do you believe, because when I was talking about it with people on Twitter yesterday, the general consensus that Amir Khan doesn't want to fight Kelbrook, he would doesn't want to fight him. He's after sort of step aside money and then he walks. Is that your consensus as well? Probably. I mean, we've been approached to, to pay Amir Khan step aside money. So Conor Ben can fight Kel Brook. No, thank you. I mean, you ain't going to fight Kel Brook anyway. So why should we pay you step aside money? And by the way, Kel Brook won't even fight Conor Ben at the moment. So the whole thing's just about be people nicking a few quid. So no, we'll announce our fight with Conor Ben early next week. He'll fight April 16th and he's star power will continue to rise and he will go on and fight for the welterweight world title and if he involves Kel Brook or Amir Khan then no problem but if not we'll do our own thing legally right theoretically say someone takes step aside money and then they retire like he never fights Kel Brook anyway is there any like legal ramifications no, to that? if you pay say you paid Amir Khan what you're doing is you're paying step aside money so that uh, he doesn't exercise the rematch calls but we all know he's not going to exercise the rematch rules. Or he might exercise the rematch rules, but he's not going to get in the ring. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to say, I'm going to exercise the rematch rules and I'm going to fight Kel Brook, but I won't do if you give me a few quid. And the answer to that is not on your fucking Nelly. Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Podcast Network.